When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's Chris. That's Shan. Welcome to CCTV, the nonstop pop show. And today we are honoring and remembering the amazing career of Sarah Harding. This is not what we imagined our first Girls Aloud episode would be, but this is definitely just the start because Girls Aloud is one of our favorite girl groups ever. So definitely stay tuned for more episodes analyzing their careers and songs. So who is Sarah Harding? The self-proclaimed rock chick and loud one of the British girl group Girls Aloud. Simply put, Sarah is a star. Not only was she a powerful vocalist and pivotal to the group's sound and artistic direction, but Sarah's infectious joy on stage and sassy personality made her a favorite among fans and the general public. Yes, I love Sarah. And Mm -hmm. I'm very sad about everything. She really stood out to me from the first time I learned about Girls Aloud back in 2002 when Sound of the Underground, you know, was breaking records. Mm -hmm. And I caught up on pop stars and her performances were so good. And she really had so much potential from the beginning. And then through Mm -hmm. the years in Girls Aloud, she was just so pivotal to their sound, their image, how great they were on stage. And I think I I read on Pop Justice earlier today that someone said that she was the life and soul of Girls Loud, Mm. and I can't agree more. So yeah, Mm. I'm I'm still processing it, but yeah, how are you feeling? Um, I don't I don't I don't know. I I think because I am a little bit more of a latent kind of fan, where I found them in 2019 due to you. I I only saw them in passing when I was like maybe I don't know how old on a VH1 greatest girl group something of all time and never heard of them again until you reintroduced them to me properly. Um, So I think it's interesting because, you know, becoming the fan in like the year time that we had for quarantine time in 2020, I thought, wow, this is so cool. Oh my gosh. I wanted a new girl group to get into like, this is the girl group. This is amazing. And um, you know, even though I'm kind of new to the party here, I, I I'm happy to have been able to see everything or as much as I can up until now. And she's definitely the one I thought I was like, oh, wow, she's she's really pretty. Even like how every girl group or every boy group has like the blonde one because they want that all American look or they want that, you know, typical looking. But she wasn't even though she looked quote unquote typical because she was blonde and blue eyed. She was so unusual but not in like a weird uncomfortable way like she knew who she was or she knew who she wanted to be and and that kind of confidence is like so rare nowadays you know so i i feel like um like a lot of k-pop groups there's a mood maker she was that every time i watched her i was like oh, she's great so it's definitely um uh I, i'm very speechless i'm still reading the book right now that you that you lent to me thank you mm-hmm. but um but yeah she's definitely going to be someone that's desperately sorely missed in the group definitely so we're now going to go through just a few of our favorite sarah moments through the years with girls aloud and so we made a youtube playlist as well of most of these for your viewing pleasure so together let's celebrate the amazingness of sarah harding 
So let's start with some highlights from Girls Allows expansive discography. But first, we're going to get into it about Sarah's wonderful voice. Yes, Sarah is such a great example of a girl group member. Not mm -hmm. only did she have a very dynamic 80s inspired rock and roll influenced voice that was very interesting even on its own, but she had the ability to sound both very soft and vulnerable, like in Hear Me Out, which she wrote, but she also has the ability to belt high notes extremely powerfully and, and adapt her voice to each member of Girls Aloud, depending on who she was singing along with. Um, right. And as noted by at one of those faces on Twitter, Sarah actually bookends the Girls Aloud discography by being the first to sing on their debut track, Sound of the Underground. And also she sings the final line of the last Girls Aloud track released every now and then. So her voice is just so pivotal to the development of the group's sound and her legacy will live on in all these amazing songs. So do you have any other thoughts on Sarah's voice? Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. She does have like that rock and roll kind of vocal going on for sure. I remember watching some of the live performances with you and I thought, oh, this is this is her wheelhouse, right? Uh, because she has that na that nasal tonality that is uh, that at first can come across as grating, but the more she sang, and the more practice that the girls put in and the more uh, shows that they did, it became stronger, it became more powerful, it became distinct. It became, it was very much like, okay, Sarah's singing right now and she knows what she's doing. Um, but I guess that's what happens when you get, you get good. You start recording after a while, you, you know where you want to hit those notes. Mm -hmm. And yes, definitely shout out to Xenomania, Brian Higgins mm -hmm. and Miranda Cooper mainly, who worked with Girls Aloud on their entire discography. Um, they very clearly understood Sarah's voice and and yes, knew how yes. best to showcase it. So indeed, indeed. yes, they, they did an amazing job with the whole group. But yeah, mm -hmm. so so my first highlight uh, from their discography is the song The Loving Kind. So Sarah sings a lot of the loving kind. She she leads most of the verses and the pre-chorus and also sings lead on the chorus. So I think mm -hmm. this song is just such a great showcase of her voice. Um, she sounds very vulnerable, a little mysterious and a little kind of thoughtful and pensive in it as well. Um, mm -hmm. The whole song is kind of an interesting, just kind of atmospheric track. And her yeah. voice is just absolutely perfect for it. My pick uh, for some of my favorite vocals from Sarah are featured on the track, Something New. So as I mentioned, the night before quarantine was imparted on New York City, you showed me a bunch of videos and Something New was one of the videos. And I was like, whoa, I was so shook on your couch. I remember like, oh my God, I can totally get into this group because they look like Victoria's Secret models, first of all, and they could sing. And then we get to the end and I hear, take a walk, gonna walk, set. I was like, yes, <laughs> I want to take this walk with you. Like that, I feel like that, that part is like, that was her. That's her energy. That's her presentation to the group. The girls are fierce. Some of the girls are sultry. Some of them are soulful. Some of them are you know, quiet and sensual, but she was like in your face, like here I am. And that vocal definitely presented that. Mm -hmm. No one else could sing that line. That was yeah. clearly written for her. So yeah. for sure, that's <laughs> one of my favorite moments too. Um, yes. <laughs> but of course, we also have to mention some of the lesser known tracks, right? The mm -hmm. songs that were not singles. Um, yeah. 
There is a song called Wild Horses on the Chemistry album where she sounds amazing. Just a crazy fool took my time, thought I'd be saved. Oh. So she actually sings the first verse in this. And I remember a radio interview at the time where one of the girls was like, we all wanted to sing this part. But Sarah got it because she sounds amazing. This is such an interesting showcase of her voice. It shows that she has a very strong lower tone. Mm-hmm. And she's able to do these kind of more whispery voices, vocals. And yeah. then and then as as her verse progresses, she then adds a little more grit, a little more power. Um, and, and so, yeah, I think it's just an interesting showcase of her voice. For sure. I think when it comes to... Um who surprised me the most vocally, it was her. Not because I, I, it's not that I didn't think she could sing, but she wasn't taking lead and she doesn't have like that distinctively, you know, like quote unquote blue eyes sold count sounding voice like Nadine has, where it's like, oh my gosh, this, this, this white woman can sing like this, you know? So you don't, you don't think that, but yeah, I do appreciate when she sings lower, even mm-hmm. when she sang live and she knew, okay, I'm not going to sing higher right now. Cause I was just hitting some dance moves. So I'm going to hit this low, these low notes and then give you the higher at the end. So I think she, Definitely when it comes to like the, the, the versatility had it for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I, I know it's not like a serious song. I feel like I'm picking the, the ridiculous ones, but another song that I feel like a lot of people don't, don't give a little love to is watch me go. The song is super fun. But the outro, I remember when I first heard it when I was delving through their catalog, mm-hmm. I was like, Chris, Chris, oh my God, she's talking about her butt. Because she literally because <laughs> she literally goes, I know what you're thinking, you're thinking about my butt. And I was like, oh my God, I love this. And I, like I said, I think because Americans don't typically use cheeky lyrics like this unless they're lampooning something. Uh-huh. It was just, it was just, it was welcome. I was like, come, come. I love cheekiness. I love a little bit of banter in my lyric. And she gave it to me. And when she performs it, it's freaking awesome as well. Yeah, she <laughs> puts her all into it for sure. Um, I Part of me, so JC Chazé from NSYNC actually co-wrote oh. this track. Part of me would love to think that he wrote that line just because I think it's so funny. Um, I believe it. He's a great <laughs> butt. <laughs> but for sure, this is one of her best moments in yeah. the discography uh, again no one else could sing could could chant this and make it as convincing as sarah did <laughs> right and agree agree also what's ironic about it is that mm-hmm. also an off the record which was a really which was a documentary that they did right kind of during around this time with the chemistry album she actually gets like paparazzi photos of her butt and and they get to go on the front page of like every paper and right. she's like annoyed about it. her manager's like i mean it's kind of a compliment right like your butt makes the front page yeah so it's just kind of funny that she also sings this line cuz clearly i guess you know at least the tabloids are thinking about her butt <laughs> and of course we can't discuss sarah and not highlight her most well-known vocal the second verse of the promise Girls Aloud have had many videos over the decades, from being trash love machines in the cheap club to polished extraterrestrials plummeting to Earth. They had the range. Mm-hmm. First off, all their videos are amazing. So if you haven't seen them all, you definitely should do a marathon. But 
Sarah, first off, again, she's just like so great on camera. She just gives it her all and you can just tell she's just having the time of her life. Yes. Um, so yeah, she's just always a joy to watch. But one of my favorite moments from her is in the music video for the show. They work in a nail salon in this music video right. <laughs> or a salon in general. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Sarah is my favorite moment is when Sarah is washing this guy's hair and she's really badly lip syncing her ad libs. <laughs> and she's like looking really pensive while she's like washing this guy's hair for like no reason. I just don't understand like what the directive was there, but it's just hilarious. <laughs> Um, and there's also a great little just one second moment near the end mm -hmm. where um, all the girls are like dancing with brooms and they're all like mm -hmm. posing with brooms and Sarah like I just can't just she just can't keep a straight face so she just starts laughing I just love that they kept that in the actual video because it's clearly a blooper but she just you know she's just so fun and endearing in it so I just love that that made the final cut <laughs> it was definitely funny and I think because the video did have this playfulness to it it was definitely acceptable when Sarah rips the guy's wig off that's oh scandalous honey I love it <laughs> I love it I absolutely love it uh one of my favorite videos includes another prop of of salon in nature actually now that we're talking about salons <laughs> and it is the music video for wake me up and the wake me up music video the ladies are rough riders riding on their crotch rockets honey and they are just gyrating and hair flipping on the guitar wrist you know it's very sensual very sexy you think oh these girls got places to be honey and they're telling the guy come on make your move now before i leave and lo and behold Second verse comes in. Who's painting her nails? <laughs> Sarah, literally in the compartment of the motorcycle, there is, there are, excuse me, multiple bottles of nail polish on ice, darling. She got polished on the rocks. And I thought, wow. <laughs> Again, I love it because it shows her personality. And 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 of course, if the song's serious, you want to kind of convey that. But if the song is just sexy and essential and this strong, why not show a little bit of character? And mm -hmm. I think this definitely did that for sure. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's all very silly, which I love. Because like you mm -hmm. said, yeah, it kind of looks like they're taking themselves too seriously. They're all on bikes, you know, like yeah. trying to look <laughs> all cool. But they're clearly like, we know we're not cool. So we're just right. gonna like do like when Kimberly like does the her hair drying and stuff. Oh, man. oh my god, yes, so good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay, so one of my other favorite um, Sarah scenes from her from their many music videos mm. is whole lot of history. So uh, this is one of their only videos that was shot like on location. It wasn't like, in some studio. They actually went to France for this one. And Sarah's scene is her walking along the river outside. The lighting is beautiful. She looks amazing. And this is also one of my favorite vocal moments from her as well. This is probably actually my absolute favorite moment from a music video for Sarah. I hear you. She she looks great. I mean, again, that whole me thinking that she was a model thing is not too far from the truth. That girl said this is just walking. I was like, oh my God, look at her. She owns the ending. Um, and I love that she was dressed in this lovely fur coat with her 
with her can I speak to your manager haircut but she didn't look like can I speak to your manager she was like honey I am the manager you can speak to me you know <laughs> so <laughs> yes um speaking of Paris the video that I think uh really stood out to me with Sarah in it is can't speak French and say to you I get the feeling boy I want you I want you she looks absolutely gorgeous and she when she wore the hair for um, one of their tours was it not tangled up mm-hmm. it was yeah oh my god i was like yes because her hair i don't it could be weave but honey she was wearing it she was wearing it that those curls look gorgeous she looked like a greek goddess she looked like a french noble woman she just looks so good in that video and i love a good corset moment okay so no pop act would be complete without a live performance and when it came to their live appearances and shows girls aloud proved that they had great vocals yes even from the very beginning before they were even a girl group when they were you know having to go through the pop stars the rivals process and having to sing live in front of the nation for their votes Sarah was great. Her performance is really consistent and I wanted to give a special shout out to her cover of I'll Be There. She sounded so good. I mean, I think you could just tell the potential, right? Yeah. From her. Um, So yeah, uh, she did so great on that show and I'm I'm so glad she made it into the group. Uh, But anyway, through, through their career, even when they were lip syncing, Sarah gave her all in her performances. We mentioned earlier, she's not the best dancer, but you can tell she just loves being on stage. And the song I wanted to highlight with that is one of her favorites as well. And it is Wake Me Up. All right, so obviously we talked about the song earlier, but the performances of that were so good. And she... It's a self-proclaimed rock chick, as we had said earlier. So I think this song was just perfect for her. But, you know, obviously she was lip syncing just now in that clip. But when she sang it live, like many of their other tracks live, from Sound of the Underground all the yeah. way through all the all the album tracks and everything, she took it to another level. That extra octave change, the extra level of belting, the live band. She is putting her all into it and it sounds even better live, I think. So yeah, she was just so great on stage. Yes, yes, I agree. She brought the edge to the song. Again, because the other girls have different kind of tones that are a little bit more soulful or a little bit more sultry and sensual. They're just a little bit more warmer. We needed something that was like cool and just just (sighs) rings through the vocals. So yeah, I think she definitely... Oh, she signs in moments like these for sure. And speaking of <laughs> bringing it to another level, uh, one of my favorite ad libs is her ad lib to something new. We need some extra zhuzh. We need to zhuzh it up. And that's exactly what Sarah does. She just keeps saying, follow the leader. Follow the leader. She says it over and over again. And I'm thinking, okay, all right. And then she takes it up a little bit. Follow the leader. Follow the leader. And she takes it up again. So she just adds a little bit more spice. She adds a little bit more excitement. She adds some dynamic and some agility that the ending needed because the girls are already singing in a chorus kind of style. Mm -hmm. She is that extra bit of 
oomph to take it all the way to the moon. And I do believe that is probably like one of my faves, especially because it's not present on the actual recording. Mm -hmm. Yes. And on that note, <laughs> she added a lot of vocals that were not present on the recording. I think it's interesting when you listen to any Xenomania production, even when they worked with like the Sugar Babes and, and other mm -hmm. artists, they don't like ad-libs. They don't really do a lot of ad-libs <laughs> no. um, on their recordings. And mm -hmm. Sarah definitely took that as an opportunity to add a lot more live. So the best example of this is of course, in The Promise with that ad-lib right before the final chorus. Oh, that's like the highlight of the song, almost. Every time they sing it live, like I'm almost sad it's not in the recording because I want it to be there. Like I, if I'm singing along, I'll just do it usually. Yeah, um, yeah. Because now it feels like there's just something missing there because it's just such a great ad lib that she, that just really adds to the build of it and she nails it every time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think there's one of those notes, like, especially if you're like a fan fan and you, if you heard it one time, you're going to want to hear it each time and so you just have to wait for the note. You're like, is she going to hit it today? She's going to, she hit it! Yes. <laughs> you know, it's yes. like, not because you're doubting her, but it's exciting because it's not in the recording. So she is under no obligation to do it. So when she does do it, it's like the, the ooey gooey center of your favorite ice cream cake or your favorite donut. Either way, you are getting sweetness. You are getting some vocals. You're getting just a thick, ooh, ooey gooeyness mm -hmm. that you need. Um, and she didn't just do it there. She also did it in the cover of I'll Stand By You. Sarah said, I'm going to take it to the next level. Like, I, like she usually does. She took that rock, refined it, and turned it into this beautiful, beautiful belt that is perfect for this ballad. She kept saying, I'll stand by you, my baby. And she sustained the freaking note. And that is absolutely amazing because a lot of people think, oh, yeah, if I sing loudly, then I'm a singer. Yeah, but it's breath control that has to be considered as well. And like I mentioned before, she does have a nasal kind of tonality to her voice she just found a really sweet spot in her blend and really was able to deliver the note in a way that wasn't grating and didn't seem too long-winded mm. um even the girls when they heard her hit the note they were looking at her no one was grabbing their in-ear like okay stop chick it yeah. was like whoa okay honey even cheryl kind of gave her that look she was like okay I see you, you know, and it's such a good feeling because the song swells. So to have that moment where it does, it rings as clear as a bell. It is absolutely great on her part, technically and mm -hmm. sonically. So con congratulations to her and them. And I know the audience is very pleased. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So in addition to ad libs, Sarah also added a lot of harmonies live. Um, and that was another thing that just, again, adds a different level and extra, just more dimension to a song when they sing it live. Cause also with Xenomania, mm -hmm. they don't do a lot of harmonies either, or at least it's like less, I don't know. They're just like, not, they're always kind of just like layered in there. They don't really yeah. prioritize the harmonies. So right. yeah, Sarah definitely took that opportunity again 
to make her voice heard. Because even on songs where she has no lines, you'll hear her. <laughs> you'll hear her in those harmonies. So um, one of my favorite harmony moments from her. Um, so as we mentioned, she wasn't one of the main dancers, right? So she was, of course, then a main vocalist with Nadine. So in the song Waiting, they took full advantage of that. So while the other three are, you know, doing their thing in the back, the Dean and Sarah came forward to rock out with that post-chorus. Um, and this, I got to go to the Out of Control tour, and this is one of my favorite moments um, in the show. And yeah, just seeing the two of them just kill this is is awesome. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, um, as I mentioned before, the girls all have different tones. And like you mentioned before, she has Sarah has the ability to adapt her voice in a way that complements and supplements her partners. She her blend was right there with whoever she was singing with in the moment, um, like especially with um, call the shots. Um, at the end of their performance, it sounded so freaking good. <laughs> Like, it's just a simple harmony. The band falls away and they're singing together and you can hear her at the top because they all have a little bit more, like I said, deeper, warmer voices. Her voice is that nice little icing on the top that add a little bit of sweetness and make it float a little bit more so it's not so heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really do appreciate that because even even with me being a new fan, if I did not know like that she could or could not sing, I would try to figure out like who is the one singing this part of the harmony. And a lot of the times I would ask you and you said, Oh, that's Sarah. I'm like, Oh, okay. So yeah, I think that's, that's something special about her as well. Even if you don't hear her, you heard her. You just were listening close enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And and as I've kind of watched all the concerts again, these past few days, um, Mm -hmm. I just appreciate her even more. Like she, she really was so important in every aspect Though we just mentioned a few moments from their concerts already, the girls' tours were absolutely iconic, so we also have to highlight some of Sarah's true rock star moments. What do you have for us? (laughs) I was just thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, there's so many. Um, But I specifically want to point out their awesome, awesome soundtrack covers from all these like 80s movies, but specifically Sarah's cover of, well, not just her cover, but Specifically, Sarah's cover of Footloose. Everybody cut, everybody cut. Everybody cut, everybody cut. Everybody cut, everybody Everybody, everybody cut Footloose. Now, everybody cut, everybody cut. Not everybody. Sarah was cutting. She was cutting up. She was acting up. And she was having such a good time. And um, I think because of the style of the song... It's a little bit of pop. There's a little bit of rock in there. It's it's fun. It's a little bit cheese. That is all of what she was bringing. She was really selling it. And for it to be their, what, what second, third tour? That was the second tour, yeah. Second tour. She mm-hmm. was giving it to you. And I was like, wow. I remember watching it with you and being like, oh, my goodness. She's good. She's yes. so good. What about you? What stood out for you? Oh, um, so like I said earlier, I did get to go to the Out of Control tour um <laughs> and one of the best moments of that is fix me up so 
this whole pole dancing situation is is just really fun and cheeky. And Sarah sounds amazing on this track. Like she, so she already pretty much leads the whole song, but she is just living her best life singing the song. Um, <laughs> I do have to say, so I, I went to a couple nights and unfortunately the DVD night, like the night they filmed the show, her, mm. she started losing her voice actually. So she actually sang it a bit differently on this yeah. night. You could tell she kind of had to keep it a bit lower because there was a belting moment that she didn't actually do on the, on the filming night. Um, right. But regardless, she is still giving it her absolute all. And this is one of my absolute favorite moments from her. Yes, with the pole. <laughs> yeah, she does awesome. a whole trick too. It's great. Yeah. Honestly, even though she's not a dancer, like she didn't really dance in the Footloose performance. She was kind of just shimmying and jumping around and being all electric like she usually is. I'm happy that she's able to perform with props as well, because a pole is not an easy prop to work with because <laughs> you, it's a pole. It's not going anywhere. You're essentially dancing with the broomstick. If she dropped if she messed up with the broomstick. How do we know she's going to do well with the pole? And she <laughs> did. She did. Dang it. <laughs> But yes, but prior to the pole dancing, I have to say one of my favorite stages was when they were dancing on the microwave plate and the Tangled Up tour. Okay, so one of my favorite performances of, of Sarah's is during Blackjack. She's hitting all these ad-libs as that, that microwave plate is rotating. She is giving it to you she's like this thing is spinning i'm giving you some handography i'm not gonna move too much because i got notes to hit tonight okay <laughs> the curls them curls were bouncing but the vocals were stable and that's why i really appreciate that moment Mm hmm. Yes. Oh, she was again, you could just tell she's just living her best life and just giving her absolute all in that song. Yes. Um, yes. And I'm going to bring it back to Out of Control again, because another song where you can tell she's just loving life is Miss You Bow Wow. <laughs> so Pretty much, I think this whole song, you can just tell how much fun she's having. Um, she has various parts throughout the song where she sounds great. But you can just tell every time she looks at the dancers and every time she does her little, like the, the dance, it's very silly. Um, mm -hmm. And you just tell she's just loving it. So I, I love watching her in this one. Indeed, indeed. I think she... <laughs> yeah. I think they all look super cute. And I love that she um, is giving you the kicks. And the, you know, the, the dance is very fossy and she is, <laughs> she's doing her best. Like our listeners can't see it, but the viewers can't. She was shimmying. And uh, yeah, I, I think, um, I think this is like a real good culmination of who she was. She was fun. She was loose, but she also, also knew when to give you the proper vocals. She was, she was holding it down. She was definitely holding it down. I definitely respect that about mm -hmm. her. And then also on stage, she was always the one getting the crowd going. Yeah. You know, she's the one who's like, what's up, London? Like, yeah. are you having fun? Like, let's go. You know, like she's always <laughs> the one that was giving that. And, yeah. and you need that in a group. Um, you know, you need someone to, like you said, I, what was the word you used? She's a mood, a mood she's changer. A mood maker. A, a yeah. mood maker. Yeah, she yeah. definitely was. She was that energy on stage. So she's yeah, she always just so her. great. This girl is like an 
the, an everyday woman with uh, with a non everyday face. That face is a great face. That body is a great body. That, that that voice is a great voice. But she's but her personality is very much girl next door or maybe girl around the around the way. You mm-hmm. know, who, either way, you feel like you could relate to her. I also have to mention a performance from their first tour, uh, the What Will the Neighbors Say tour. The song Here We Go, because Sarah, even though she only has like one line in this song, really, again, she knows how to choose her moments because she ended that song with a power note. She's a rock star. She's a freaking rock star. Oh my God. Even if this is one note, it mm-hmm. is a good note. But yes. that's the thing when, when the songs, don't have those moments in there. It's always a nice little treat. So kudos to her. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. <laughs> so while Sarah was an amazing pop star, as we've shown, she also had an outstanding personality. That's right. And I can say that thanks to you, I have seen a couple of these from off the record and some other shows. <laughs> and one thing that really stood out to us was um, when she actually crashed a Ferrari on the show Fifth Gear. So after profusely begging to drive a car after filming, Sarah got into the driver's seat of a Ferrari. Vroom, vroom, sports car. Okay, you thinking, all right, she's about to, she's about to do some things. And she did do some things. She, she sideswiped, grinded, and crushed a Ferrari against a tour manager's truck. Mm-hmm. And then had the audacity to be like, oh, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This is this is hard to drive. Like, yeah, uh, like yeah. Um, yeah. So not only was she on an iconic racetrack, which she then didn't end up getting to actually drive on, right, with this car. Yeah. Um, the actual car, I believe, was also like a historic, like version of the car. Like that that car was not just oh. a Ferrari. It was a like special Ferrari. Oh my so, god, that's oh, so man. stressful. So funny. <laughs> so funny. I'm sure she had to pay for it. <laughs> oh yeah oh okay so i cannot not mention mm. their acceptance speech for the brits 2009 can i just say it's about time i think i just wet myself here you go. finally they won like trust me all of us fans were thinking it too but for sarah to just go up there and scream <laughs> it's about time and that she just wet herself <laughs> oh, right. And that being the only part that she says, <laughs> it's just so amazing. Nice. And it's just such a great example of how raw she was and how she just spoke her mind. It was great. <laughs> very, un- very unfiltered, very unfiltered, especially after Kim just gave this beautiful, like, you know, almost like a coronation, wait, cor- coronation speech, looking mm-hmm. like a princess. Like, thank you so much. You know, we're so happy. <laughs> And blah 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 and we're so and then it's about time <laughs> yeah. and then at the end as she's walking away nadine's like oh, and as was, you know, she's trying to come <laughs> in with her little cute little irish accent trying to fix it like hey we're, we're still humble but thank you <laughs> it was cute very cute moment <laughs> one thing i will say though i'm glad that she didn't cuss like it's about effing time like she did in an episode of ghost hunting if you're here just tap the f- Table. Ah! Stop it now, no. Cheryl! You f***er! Right, I'm out of here. What the f*** did you do that for? 
fork the fork and table. And <laughs> 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 Sarah's like, no, no, no. She's like, and he does. The ghost does tap the table. <laughs> And Sarah's like, get me out of here. Get me out of here. And she calls her an effort. That was great. She was like, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> She's like. <laughs> <laughs> that whole program is absolutely amazing. If you haven't yeah. seen their episode, um, <laughs> it's pretty great. Nadine doesn't do it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But the other four go through it. <laughs> so the last one that we have to mention, because this has a special place in every Girls Aloud fan's hearts. <laughs> it was their performance of The Loving Kind on GMTV. So, um, okay, so I mean, every country <laughs> has these morning shows, right? We have Good Morning America and, and the Today Show and stuff here in the US. In the UK, right. they have one of those is, is GMTV, where artists have to go on. They basically don't get to sleep, right? They have to do makeup at like 3 a.m. And then they have to perform at like 8 a.m. And so this was one of those moments where, um, you know, um, it just didn't go very smoothly. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was was pretty smooth. She slid right into that bed note pretty pretty easily. (laughs) Oh, my God. Just the best part, actually, though, for me is after it, when she looks to the side and you can just see her smirk to herself. And then you see Cheryl give her the side eye. It's so amazing. <laughs> and this harkens back to that moment with I Stand By You where Cheryl was like, I see you, girl. Cheryl was like, I see you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> she literally like pitch slid herself into this bad note and it kept going. <laughs> I can't even do it. My wife won't let me do it. <laughs> Oh, this is such an iconic moment. And yeah. um, I think of I it, it. a lot of the time when I hear Love Loving Kind. <laughs> and so it's uh, <laughs> just so good. So good. To be fair, she does nail it um, in other performances. So right, that wasn't the at least they sang live. At least they sang yeah. live. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You will always get vocals, even if they're bad, honey. Even if they're terrible, bad, you will always get the vocals. Oh man. All right. Well, unfortunately that, that, that leads to the close of this episode, but mm-hmm. I'm so glad to have this platform to share the amazingness of Sarah to the world. Um, mm-hmm. I want to give a shout out to all the fans on social media and on pop justice that are all sharing their tributes and feelings. Um, it's definitely in situations like this, where you see how music can really bring people together from all walks of life. Like I've made friends at Girls Aloud concerts, you know, that I still talk mm-hmm. to today. So, um, yeah, Sarah and Girls Aloud are such a huge part of pop history. And I'm mm-hmm. so grateful to have been on this journey with them through my formative years, like since I was 12 years old, right? Um, and that end that I got to see them live a couple of times as well. So I will continue to enjoy Sarah's voice and, and Girls Aloud's music for the rest of my life. And I'm very grateful for that. Yes, and thank you for sharing your childhood with me. <laughs> um, and uh, for all the fans that are listening and watching, I am deeply sorry for your loss because I, I know what it's like to have a group member pass. Um, like with TLC, that uh, was my favorite one, for sure. To everyone, I am sorry for your loss. And uh, definitely, definitely show love to the girls and show all your support that you can. 
to her family and the rest of the members. That being said, please let us know any of your favorite Sarah moments. Our show is a safe space for you to process, honor, and mourn her as well. So do not be afraid to leave a comment because we love engaging with all of you. If you're a casual fan or not, or if you're a diehard fan, you are welcome here. Uh, please give us a like, subscribe to our channel, and hit that notification bell. Don't forget to follow us at CCTV Pops on all social media. And thank you so much for your time. Until next time, that's Chris. That's Shan. And we are CCTV. We're live, we're, we're, we're live,